Blog Talk Radio. Get organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Hello to all of you in my blog talk radio community, as well as those of you who may be joining me later in the chat room. I do hope you are having a great start to your week, and if you are located on the northeast side of the United States. I hope you're somewhere warm because right now we are preparing for a winter storm. Um, It's very windy here in Philadelphia, and you may hear the wind blowing in the background. But, as always, I want to start with our sponsor, which is Audible.com, which is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. And you can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free copy when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, tonight we're going to talk about stress, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, Unfortunately, our guest could not be with us tonight, so that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop the show. We are going to continue to talk about stress and Good, some good stress, some bad stress, and just some ways you can relieve stress. And, of course, in the next half hour, I'm going to be providing you with some tips in Taylor's Tip Time. And, of course, I have my product suggestion of the week, my app suggestion of the week, as well as my repurpose suggestion of the week. But, of course, before I get started in talking about stress, because um, it will just be you and I tonight. Um, here, according to the American consumers, work-related stress already costs Britain 10.4 million working days per year. The human cost of unmanaged work-related stress extends far beyond this. A key way to protect your mental health against the potential Detrimental effects of work-related stress is to ensure you have a healthy work-balanced life, and that's according to the United Kingdom Mental Health Foundation. Dennis is more than half of all deaths between the ages of 1 and 65 result in stressful lifestyles, U.S. Center of Disease Control said. Over 30% of U.S. health adults experience enough daily stress to impact their performance at home or work, That's according to the National Science Foundation, and one-third of the U.S. population makes New Year's resolutions to begin stress management program, according to Prudential Health Care Survey, which is why I wanted to talk about stress tonight, because there's good stress, there's bad stress, and just some ways on how we can deal with stress. 
And, of course, stress is, feeling stress is perfectly normal. You know, you have a school exam. Um, For me, stress comes on when I speak. And the experts say that stress can motivate us to focus on work, yet at other times you can feel incredibly overwhelmed and can't concentrate on anything. And I've learned that when stress comes on for me, specifically when a speaking engagement, because I just want to make sure that I present the material um, in a manner that people who attend the workshop, the presentation or training, can understand, um, usually what that motivates me to do is to continue to practice. I practice. um, This is something a lot of people don't know, but usually I would have practiced at least three, four, five times depending on the presentation, before I make the presentation so that it helps me. Yes, I get stressed, but also I've learned how to manage it by making sure that I feel confident that I practice enough. And, of course, stress affects everyone in different ways. And there are two different types of stress. Stress is beneficial and motivating, which, of course, is the good stress. But then there's also that stress that causes anxiety and even health problems, which is considered the bad stress. So here are some benefits and side effects of stress and, of course, how you can deal, how you can tell whether you're experiencing one or the other. Of course, stress can help you meet daily challenges, like I said, and motivate you to reach your goals, for example, doing a presentation getting a great grade on your exam, et cetera, and, and it can help you accomplish tasks more efficiently, and it can even boost your memory. But, of course, stress is also a warning sign, um, and it's a fight-or-flight response. So um, I believe... Um, our guest, Ashaki. Hey, Janet, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, it's been an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you could join us because I'm so glad you could join us because I wasn't, you know, with the weather and, and what's going on out here. And so, um, well, everybody, I'm so happy to um have our guest tonight, Ms. Ashaki Denise Jones, who is okay. a stress coach. Great. So, so this is live. I'm taking it uh, in the present. Yes, yes. Um, so, okay. Ashaki, tell people exactly what you do as a stress coach, but also why you decided to be a stress coach. Okay. Uh, well, I'll start with my story. Um, first of all, Happy New Year, folks. <laughs> it's still uh, Happy New Year. We can still say it. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, yeah, I got started uh, by the experiences that I was a teacher, uh, school district of Philadelphia, and I uh, was teaching full-time um, at Martin Luther King High School, and um I was in graduate school full-time, and I had two uh, school-age children uh, and was in a great relationship. So, you know, all things seeming to be good, uh, you know, on the surface. Uh, Both my children were in um, after-school 
programs and other extracurricular activities. Anyway, uh got to the point I was having uh, all kinds of sensations and symptoms. I wasn't sure. And one day uh, I just hit the wall. And I was taken out of the classroom, and within 24 hours, I was at three different emergency rooms. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, they did all kinds of tests and workup and questions and poking and probing. Um, couldn't find anything. Uh, and interestingly enough, I wanted them to. But anyway, uh, the diagnosis at each hospital was that I was probably suffering from um, anxiety you know, attack the panic attack and I was not accepting that diagnosis because, you know, I was a young, uh, active, involved, you know, black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh I was under the myth that um this didn't happen to us. Um mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so much for my education huh? <laughs> uh <laughs> But uh, I was I was laid out, you know. I really couldn't drive. I mean, I just was like uh, a mess. Um, so I started working on myself. I did all kinds of things, from therapy to medication uh, to alternative and integrative, you know, kinds of things uh, to heal. Um, and one of the things I realized is that there were my other colleagues were in the same boat that I was in. Uh, so I just started to actually get formal training. I became a life coach. Uh, I also uh, became a transformative art facilitator, and I've got training, continue to get training, um, you know, in the field to support uh, women primarily, as I am open to men, uh, around mm-hmm. issues related to distress. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much, in a nutshell, I know it's a mouthful, but that's, <laughs> that's what I. Um, that's how I got from, you know, there to here. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of that, and, and you know, just to, to um, share with the audience, I know a lot of people probably heard of life coaches and may even know a life coach or what have you. But um, uh, a life coach is a person that uh, supports uh, an individual or group. Uh, with a goal that they decide they want, and um, kind of like a, an accountability partner and a cheerleader, kind of all wrapped up in one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, unless they are a uh, professionally licensed as a therapist or uh, psychologist or, or some other helping field, um, uh, they don't do a lot of diagnosis. Um, so that's, you know, for other folks. But it's, it's a wonderful feel. I um, yeah. I like it because it's really supporting people with moving forward. Um, and it is a wonderful feel. It really is. I mean, because people, people that I work with are ready. They're like, okay, I've had enough. I, I understand mm-hmm. where I am, and I just kind of need somebody to, to be there to su- support me, you know, in the process mm-hmm. and the transition. So, so what I that, mm-hmm. Oh no, I was going to um ask you. I had started talking about because there's I've I've read and I and I started kind of sharing my own experience of good stress. But can mm-hmm. you explain like the there is a thing as as some good stress, but also the bad stress and the differences and how we need to identify. Them? Well, good stress is uh, take for example um, 
you know, you wake up in the morning uh, and you've got to go to work, whether you're self-employed or uh, working for someone else. Um, that urge that gets you up is, is, is a stressor. Uh, and that gets you to work and it gets you to do on an income, <laughs> which allows mm-hmm. you to take care of all the other things that you need to do. So that's an example of, of good stress. Um, if you are, you know, self-employed, there are things that, that we might not be excited about doing in our business, but we know in order to uh, be successful and meet certain kinds of goals, um, you know, but we're pushed there. So, uh, you know, and that's it. That, that stress, that's kind of those those motivating things that motivate, motivate us to move forward in a positive way. Um, and, and I shouldn't say a positive way because sometimes the other stress we do, we look at it as, moving us forward in a positive way, but um, if it's adding some type of um, expectation that we don't have the resources for, then that's when um, that the stress becomes problematic. Mm. Mm. That's good. So what about the bad stress? So uh, the bad stress are those things that we... Uh, experience when um, the resources that we have outweigh the demands. Um, and there's just so many things that, that cause stress. I mean, it's it's not just a one thing. It's not, the, you know, it's not just the way we, sometimes it's the way we think about things. Um, some of us are, are hardwired to, to be anxious. I mean, there's all kinds of studies about people who have more of a propensity to um to to react to certain kinds of things. But uh, you know, if you want to talk about classifying, you know, what's considered bad stress or things that are stressful. Um, you have those stresses that are internal based on feelings, um, beliefs, um, thoughts, um, and then those there are those external kinds of things like noise can be stressful to someone. Um uh, someone that you work with, um, someone that you might be in a you know, relationship with. So there are things that we can't, you know, the weather, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, trauma, you know, those kinds of things are things that we are external. So um, and looking at, at uh, stress or the bad stress as we know it, um, you know, it's classified in those terms, you know, what's internal and what's external. So what are some things we can do to eliminate and maybe better manage stress? And, I, and I've heard heard you mention in some of the things you do now, you've incorporated art into that as well? Yeah, I, um, you know, it's my own evolution in terms of um, incorporating my skill set. And uh, I really have been interested and have been doing creating art and a fiber artist. So just looking at how um, art can be used to help people uh, do contemplation, reflection, problem solving, and, and so on. Um, and that's just one aspect of one of the modalities um, that that I use with with clients. Um, and actually, what I really uh, focus on when working with the client is helping them to create their own personal practice. 
for relieving mm-hmm. stress. Um, what might work for me might not work for you. Um, and there are different things that we are stressed about and, and different kinds of uh, modalities or techniques or tips, you know, that, that will work. Um, but there are some general things that are just, just kind of work, like breathing exercises. Um, because what it does is that one of the things that happens with stress is that, you know, the heart beats faster, um, you know, our, our respiration is um, reduced, you know, uh, muscles have a tendency to tighten up. So if we're in this constant mode of being on, on high alert, um, we have to bring ourselves down for breathing. Just focusing on the breath um, is very, 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 very helpful. And it's just, just something, if folks don't take anything else away, just focus on the breathing. And there are a lot of different breathing exercises, but one um, that I like is called um, Take 20, and you can actually do Take 10 also, but it's just focusing on counting and just focusing on the breath each time you, you say a number. So you'll count from 1 to nine, one to 10 and then backwards from 10 to 20 or 1 to 20 and then backwards, you know, 20 to 1. Um and I just get, that allows you to just kind of refocus your your energy, um, your thoughts, you know, your body, and um, uh, begins to relax your muscles. It begins to regulate your heart. Begins to allow you to actually, you know, open up your lungs and breathe. Um, and then some of us, you know, our mind just goes all over the place, and so I have these catastrophic thoughts. So, kind of brings you back to center. Um, the other thing is, and I'm, I know I'm not telling anybody anything they haven't already heard, uh, but these are really, really work. Um, exercise. Um, exercise, you know, these endorphins happen. Again, you know, there's actually a physical release um, because of muscles are tight and they begin to loosen up. Um, and, and one way to get exercise for those people who don't want, you know, exercise fanatics is just to turn on music. I'm on your radio, you know, your your phone, whatever you have your music, and just move. Just move. Um, other things to do, you know, go to the dollar store, buy coloring books and crayons. <laughs> and color. <laughs> uh, sounds elementary, but so much of this stuff is, is not rocket science. Um, I was just in Atlanta, and it's interesting because one of the things I incorporate for the retreat is, um, uh, you know, coloring and, and so on. So this woman in front of me, and I was getting a uh, book for some of my family members, and she said, oh, um, I'm getting coloring books for myself. I like the color. And I said, oh, cool. She said, really? I said, yeah, you know, that's a good thing. And she just tell me all the places where she finds these great coloring books. <laughs> mm. Um but that's you know that's that's those are some of the things journaling uh, is very helpful because it allows you to do a mind dump. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there are different ways you can just do free journaling where you're just writing and writing and not editing, just just allowing it to flow. Um, and that's good with with problem solving. 
um, you know, and so on. And I'm a huge fan of uh, mindfulness meditation. Um, and mindfulness is just really about being present. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, just sustaining yourself, and you can do that through the breath. Uh, you can do walking meditation, um, meditation while you're eating. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whatever, whatever it is you're doing, just fully being present in that moment with all the senses and all the things you hear around you. Mm. So that's and I one saw of on many. your um, hmm. I said that's oh, one I was of many. <laughs> Well, I saw on your, you know, for me it's water, and I saw on your Facebook page Mm. is a picture of you with a slingshot and you're near water. And to Mm. me I thought, wow, how relaxing that must be, because water to me is relaxing. Um, Whether I hear it, see it, (laughs) or sometimes Mm -hmm. I just think about it, it's very relaxing. Oh, water is, oh, my gosh, you mentioned water. Yeah. I came from Atlanta, (laughs) uh, my my second home, and... uh, that's at a lake in near Piedmont Park, actually in Piedmont Park. But yeah, water, water for mm-hmm. me is just—it's um, so healing, it's restorative, um, and you know, in a lot of uh, cultures, uh, water is actually used um, as a way to heal. Um, again, you know, when I'm working with clients, we talk about different modalities. Uh, we look at things in the past that have worked for them. And as mm-hmm. you said, you know, water for you. Um, so it's just really identifying what really is useful, um, what people feel comfortable with, and really helping them, you know, just, Implement those things. You don't have to implement a slew of things. You know? Sometimes okay. it's one thing. You know, you just start with one thing and just kind of work with that. And if that works and you want to do something else, you can, you know, incorporate it. You don't want to add more stress to the happy. <laughs> That's true. So mm-hmm. now according to statistics, it says a third of the U.S. population makes the New Year's resolution to begin stress management programs. And this is according to... Credential Healthcare Survey. So do you have any tips for people who have decided, okay, this is the new year, I'm going to do something that reduces my stress? Is there, like, some simple things? I mean, you've named a lot of different things, but something they could do now, do tomorrow, or by the end of the week just to really begin to incorporate, like, that whole stress management into their lives. So, you know, one of the things that I just mentioned was to not try to, you know, heal like in one day or 30 days or 10 days. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. You know, just like it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Uh, you've been living this way for probably a few decades. Uh, so it's not going to change. And not that it's going to take you decades to change, but um, take baby steps. Uh, identify one thing And then think about What is the motivator What's really motivating you to do this Are you doing it based on What someone else says um, Or what you think you should be You know Is it out of fear Or is it out of a love for yourself um, And I would just suggest people Just say you know How will my life be better And that's one of the things I always ask 
how is your life going to be better once you make this change? So you can post it up somewhere. Uh, you know, if your thing is to, um, oh, let me see, pick something. Um, your thing is to to exercise. That's the one that people do all the time. Suppose the person is always involved in the family members if they're always trying to um, fix them. Okay. Uh, so you think, how will my life be better if I just allow that person to experience what they need to experience um, and just respond to that? And then have it with you posted in your car, near your, you know, um, where you're talking, your, your house, on the phone, wherever, just as a reminder um, so that you can just, when the conversation comes up, the person calls you or you call them, just think about what's the benefit, what's the gain going to be for you. Um, the other thing is to uh, share with someone. Like, I really want to work on um, allowing that person to figure out how to maneuver through life. Uh, and I'm just really going to step back. Uh, so share it with someone publicly so that they can help you, and then you can tell them how to help you with that process, like, you don't. You may not want a person all the time. Well, you said you're gonna do it. Gang, 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 gang. No. Like say to them, just a gentle reminder. Um, remember, you said you wanted to do this. Is there? You want me to help you with this? Um, or, or something, some something related to that. Uh, the other thing is to to write it down. To write it down uh, because writing it down is another way to commit. Uh, I read somewhere that um, goals often are accomplished once people write them down. Um, so writing them down, uh, being accountable to someone, um, a friend, uh, a trusted friend, um, a life coach, you know, if, if you have one. Um, someone that will, will be supportive of you in the process. And then just make keep it small. Keep it small. Keep it and small. Like and it. the thing about keeping it small is, you know, when you have a sense of accomplishment about something that you achieve, it just fuels you to go to the next thing, you know? Uh, so the small accomplishments, you can look back and you and say, wow, Wow, I there's a shift here, <laughs> you know. There's change mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. The goal happened. Um, and you can see those small incremental steps. Those are some. That, that was those were some good. I mean, especially about the accountability, knowing that things just it's going to take a little bit longer than a day or two to really mm-hmm. work through all of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that was. That was really good because I think that's probably what happens is a lot of people don't really um, achieve that goal of being stress-free is they think it's going to be something. They can say a couple words, work on it a couple days, and the stress will be gone, and it's an ongoing process. Just like maintaining organization, you know, dealing with stress is ongoing because as long as we are living, we're going to have to deal with something. (laughs) So it's how you manage it. (laughs) Yeah, life okay. life happens, and it's just how you manage it and how you deal with it. Mhm, mhm. 
So, Ashanti, mm-hmm. how can people get in contact with you? Are you speaking at the at the um at the upcoming teachers conference? Will you be speaking? I there? will. I will be speaking. I just got a letter, so I will uh, be speaking and actually doing some of the techniques live, and they're gonna gonna be fun and interactive. I don't know which date. I know it's the twelfth and the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it's open to Philadelphia School District employees, and it may be open to guests yeah. as well. But yeah. anyone can call yeah. the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers um, Health and Welfare Fund, and they can get yeah. you that information. I, yeah, I hope, again, because I'll be speaking too, so hopefully our workshops won't be at the same time, because usually our workshops oh, no. are the same time, and I can't and mm-hmm. I can't see yours. So I hopefully it won't be. And I know, so I'll be able to sit in on yours finally. So we'll see how yeah. all of that works. But oh, but fun. how can people get in contact with you? Find out more about your services, your retreats, and all the wonderful things you offer. Sure, sure, sure. Well, they can contact me. Uh, my phone number is two six seven two four zero zero six eight nine. That's two six seven. Two four zero zero six eight nine. They can also reach me at Coach. That's C O A C H. First name A as in Apple, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, K as in Kangaroo, E as in Edward at Yahoo. So that's Coach Ashaki at Yahoo dot com. Um, also, I have an opportunity. Um, our theme for this year is Living Your Dream in 2015. And oh, I, like I have that. a limited, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's a mastermind group. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a limited number of slots that we're offering. I'm actually having an informational um, telecall this Saturday. Uh, so if anyone is interested in that call, it's really going to be exciting. It's going to be a year-long uh, support group that's going to help folks live their, actually live their dreams. So many of us mm-hmm. are not living it, and that's one of the reasons why we are, um, you know, very, very stressed. So um, that's that's coming up. Um, there's a great activities, uh, you know, around that, and um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, listen, so, well, I, I have a shocky on the line, 646-478-5386. Question because usually this is rare. I get a shocky on the line because usually, because <laughs> of your schedule, you're traveling and all the things you're wonderful things you're doing, people don't get to talk mm-hmm. to you live. So, if anybody has yeah. a question while she's on the line for a few more minutes, please call in. Um, but how do people? Well, I have a question how do you deal with you may be trying, you may be really working hard to live stress free. But it seems mm-hmm. that somehow you're surrounded by people who just thrive on stress or they try to bring stress into your life. And you really, you you want to be nice and friendly and loving to the people, but you really want to say, can you just calm down? <laughs> and I'm, I'm managing everything. And actually, yeah. the person is me. I'm one of those people. You know, I have... I mean, of course, Ashanti, you know, I'm very organized and, and things, mm-hmm. but it seems like sometimes the people who are unorganized, they want to cause all their stresses, and it's like, 
I got it. I, I'm, I'm okay. I got it hand. I got everything handled. Calm down. <laughs> I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when I say that, then they'll come back to me two weeks later. Well, Chant, did you do this, that? Calm down. It's already taken care. <laughs> so how do you, so how do you deal with people like that? With being nice and loving to them, um, mm-hmm. without you know hurting anybody's feelings, but also not allowing. I don't allow that stress to, you know, for a second it's like mm-hmm. I take the deep, like you do the breathing, I do the breathing, okay. and it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it sounds like sounds so familiar. I love that you know about setting up boundaries. It's really, okay. uh, you know, sharing with people what works for you. Um, and mm. sometimes... You know, just letting people know when you say such and such, I feel, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, I feel put upon, I feel whatever. And oftentimes people aren't aware that they're doing that. So, okay. you know, I think kind of using that eye message about how, how they make you feel, uh, I think taking a deep breath and maybe even letting them see it so that they know that, okay, mm, maybe I'm doing something that I don't need to <laughs> But I think okay. what you said about, you know, just saying to people, I, I have this, I'm okay with this. Um, and it's showing compassion, you know, in a mm-hmm. sense, but just being also clear uh, to them about what that trigger is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's okay. some people who like drama. <laughs> okay. And if you can... I just say, you know, if you can remove them or release them from your life, do so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it yeah. won't be that easy, but hey. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, there's, there's situations with people where, uh, yeah. you know, it could be a family member, it could be, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. colleague, you know, what have you. But mm-hmm. I think even mm-hmm. there, I know my mother, uh, my mother never, she didn't have that kind of stress because people just kind of knew. That uh, you didn't say certain things or do things, you know. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like the extreme opposite because I'm always trying to accommodate folks, and you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I had to learn that you know there's boundaries here, and um, uh, you know these are the things that that trigger me. Um, so actually, some work, something that I'm working on now, uh, a training that's been very, very helpful. It's with, you know, helping establish balance with people. Because it's just initially, you know, if it's an initial uh, relationship that you're building with someone, just talk about what mm-hmm. what your triggers are, what are the signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then allowing yourself time to, you know, identify a time that you will actually address something that's that's problematic. Okay. Uh, but I think, I, I think, you know, initially you just, you know, share with the person how, it feels when they say or do certain kinds of things. Okay. Um, and then just making them aware. Okay. Well, thank you, Ashaki. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you. Th- thank are you, you here in Philly, in Atlanta? Where are you? Are you? I'm. 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 Gee, just got back from Atlanta, <laughs> but I am oh, wow. here in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I'll be here. I'll be going back to Atlanta in March. Uh, okay. I've got. You know, my grandchildren are there, my daughter and some uh, business I'm doing there. So, okay. uh, and the warm weather is there. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 and the, and the, twi- the twins are there, correct? 
Yeah, the two sets of twins. So uh, two sets of twins. Uh, and then yeah. I have got a set of twins here too. My son has a boy and girl twins. So <laughs> between the twins. So you have three sets of twins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thank you again. I know you've had a okay. long trip, and you need to it's rest, okay. relax, and you it's know, not okay. get caught up in all of the the winter storm watch stuff. So just yeah, relax. I'm going to create art. I'm going to create art, so it's great. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, you have a great you. evening. You as well. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you. And callers, please feel free to give me a call. I will. Thank you. All right. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Well, Got Clutter? Get Organized podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up to our URL, which is audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, you can get a free audio book and a one-month free trial of service. And the two books I'm going to recommend tonight are all in line with our topic. The first one is Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity, because that's part of uh, you know dealing with stress, is being more productive. And this is by David Allen, who is the guru of time management. And my second one is The Stress-Free You, How to Live Stress-Free and Feel Great Every Day Starting Today. And this is written by Elizabeth O'Brien, and she says stresses are everywhere. Each and every day we run into situations and constantly test us, rob us of our patience, strip us of our sanity, and impact our focus and cause us to lose control of our days, and that's what stress does. But this book helps you deal with them. So, again, my first recommendation is Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen, who provides you some core tips on how to get things done. And the second one is the Stress-Free You, How to Live Stress-Free and Feel Great Every Day Starting Today by Elizabeth O'Brien. And you can get both of those books at audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, that was a great interview by Shaki, And, of course, I hope I get to partake on her wonderful wisdom in her presentation, but it seems that every time we do the PFT conference, which is the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers, they always schedule us at the same time, and we can never support each other. So maybe the 2015 will be the year. But I wanted to provide you tonight with some stress-free tips on how to get organized, getting organized to reduce your stress. The first thing I know can be a stressor in some people's homes is, of course, the junk drawer. You go in, you open the drawer, you see all the stuff, and you can't find anything, or you just spend way too much time looking for stuff. So first thing you're going to do, and it really doesn't take you long to clean out a junk drawer. Um, I demonstrated it one time in a presentation. I have a video on YouTube that shows you step-by-step ways to do it. And basically it doesn't take you long, but you clean out the junk drawer, you toss out the dead batteries, the pens that don't write, the scraps of paper. 
Next, you purchase a drawer organizer and then you place items, you know, and when you take things out, you put things back. So you get drawer organizers and you maybe have a place for your pens, the pencils, or it may be the batteries, the the candles, or whatever items you have with wherever the drawer is located. It could be a drawer in your bathroom, your bedroom, your office, the garage. But use drawer organizers to organize all the items you need in that specific drawer. And when you take things out of the drawer, put them back where they belong. So that's the first thing to do to reduce stress is organize a junk drawer. The second thing is to get the closets in order. Now, um, those of us who probably they're saying we may be snowed in tomorrow, hey, this is a great time to start purge working on that closet. So purge items that you no longer wear. That's number one. Get rid of the stuff you don't longer wear. Donate it if it's still wearable. Now, if it's not wearable, then you need to probably toss it. Or there are a lot of organizations now that will take your clothes so it won't wind up in a landfill somewhere because they'll basically recycle them and do something with them. But once you get rid of the items you don't need, then you can look at your closet and figure out how to organize what's left because they say we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. So purchase hangers, containers, hooks, and then organize what's left. And be sure to maintain your system. So in the morning when you're trying to figure out what to wear and you pull all the clothes out, make sure at the end of the day when you come home you hang things back up and put them on the hanger because that will help you create a more organized bedroom, but then you'll be able to find things the first time you look for them. So the next thing is organize your storage areas, whether it's in the basement, the garage, the attic, or you have a storage area within a room or either you have a walk-in closet, purge anything that is broken or anything that needs to be donated. Once you get rid of all of the stuff that needs to be donated or either trashed, whatever remains, because they say 80% of the stuff we keep we never reference again, so start purging. Then you contain things, you label them, and then you just organize them. So contain, organize, label. Make sure you label things so that when you are looking for Christmas decorations or maybe you're looking for craft items or maybe you're looking for the summer toys or the games, everything will be clearly labeled. The next thing you want to do, another great way to reduce stress by getting organized, is to tackle the catch-all room or closet. You know, the place that everything gets thrown in when companies come in, doorbell rings. So first decide on the function of the space. So maybe it's going to be a craft room, a home office, or maybe you just want that closet to be the closet where you store all of your items. Then you want to purge, and again, you want to contain things and label them and organize them. So the first four things are you want to definitely clean out that junk drawer, organize those closets, organize those storage areas, tackle that catch-all room and closet because that will help you reduce stress in your home and in your life. And the last two are just some simple things that can help you in the morning reduce stress. Create a place to put your keys. 
because sometimes you're hunting around, want to run out the house, but you really can't because you're trying to find your keys in the morning. Make sure you have a place to put your keys. The next thing is lay your clothes out the night before and pack your bag the night before. Think of how less stressful your morning would be if, one, you knew where your keys are, and, two, when you woke up in the morning, you already knew what you were going to wear. It was already laid out, and maybe not laid out, but at least hanging in the closet together. Maybe that black suit or that skirt or those slacks and that sweater. And then everything you need for your bag was already in it, so you don't have to worry about leaving something or getting halfway to work and realizing that presentation materials are on the dining room table. So those are just some things that I hope will help you get organized so you will reduce the stress in your home and your life. Well, today is Monday, people, and you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. And I want you to toss and donate all the items that may be cluttering a space that you've created in your home that where you either go and you do your meditation, you do your prayer, you relax. It could be the pile of papers that need to be just recycled. It could be the clothes that are on the chair that need to be hung or donated. But begin to just clear out that space so you'll have a space when you come home or you wake up or you just need a moment because maybe you've got kids running around the house and the dog and everything, and you just need a place and a moment. So have a clutter-free space. So, again, tomorrow's Toss It Tuesday, so the red newspapers, the books that need to be shelved, maybe you need a little bookshelf. So those are some things to create a space where you can go and just have a stress-free moment. Well, I want to thank all of you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank all of you for following on my social media, specifically Instagram, and all of you for joining me in my blog talk radio community. I appreciate it. And so this week my app of the week is called Headspace. Headspace. And it's no secret they said that meditation helps with stress and anxiety, and Headspace aims to make meditation more accessible with 10 short guided meditations, a personal progress page, and reminders to help keep you on track. And Headspace is available for your iPhone and Android, and is free. And also I wanted to share, I did something which is called guided imagery because I, I did a presentation on relaxation. And Guided imagery, for those of you who may be wondering, it's just basically some wonderful soft music and a voice that basically, because sometimes our minds are just moving so fast. We're thinking about so many things, and it's a voice that tells you to just breathe, relax, think of the ocean, think of the smell of the ocean. Can you Can you feel the waves hitting your skin? And that, sometimes you need that to help you relax as well. That was just a little sidebar. So my product suggestion for the week is because just sometimes coming into your bedroom, looking at your dresser can cause you stress, is vanity organizers. And I'll be posting a photo on all of my social media. And it's basically an item that will help you organize. It could be 
uh, the vanity in your bathroom. It could be the vanity area in your bedroom where you can put items so you can organize them from your perfume bottles, from your jewelry, from whatever items you have on your dresser, your bureaus, or on your vanities. But it will help you be able to find things, and things will be a lot more organized, and you'll have a lot less stress, specifically when you're entering in your bedroom. And my repurpose uh, suggestion for the week is, and it was a clever idea, and of course if you go to my Pinterest page, you'll be able to find it. And it's basically someone took a picture frame, and they filled it with some fake cranberries, and then they stuck a candle in the middle as a way of something you know, when they come home and they want to relax and they just kind of light the candle and they have the nice scented candle. But it was just a really great thing that somebody just took a picture frame, which they already had, and they put some fake cranberries in it just to give it a little color, and then they put that candle in the middle. And that's something that it didn't probably take up less than an hour to make. But it's a great way to repurpose things in your home. We all have old frames. We all have candles just hanging around. Now, the cranberries you may have to go out and buy, but it's just a great thing to do in order to repurpose. So that's my repurpose suggestion of the week. Well, of course, I still am offering my free resources. Of course, that's my 30 minutes or less simple tips to organize your life, and it's an ebook that has 30 tips that you can do in 30 minutes or less and then, of course, there's my 25 Tips to Organizing Your Office ebook, And with that, you also get an audio on how to have a smooth morning routine. So those are my free product offers. And, of course, um, if you are looking for some additional organizing tips, 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life is my book. And all that is available when you go visit my website at Janet M. Taylor.com. And next week, we will be talking about techniques to organizing a small bedroom with Felicia Wallace Benton. And following, I am excited because I got to interview Ms. Ann Bigley Gallup. She is a professional organizer, a feng shui expert from New York. And we are going to, because as we lead up, soon it will be Valentine's Day. And we had a really great conversation about all of you wonderful singles out there who are looking for love. Well, if you're looking for love, then you need to clear the clutter because you cannot um, expect to receive love in your life if your house, your home, your life is full of all of this clutter. How is anybody else supposed to fit in? So it's a great conversation. I hope you'll join me. So, again, next week it's Techniques to to small bedroom organizing, and then after that, looking for love, clear your clutter. Because I know a lot of you out there, Valentine's Day is coming up. You may be getting a little, you know, teary-eyed, but, hey, let's clear out that clutter. Let's make room for love. That's what the goal is this year. You're going to make room for love to come in your life. So I am getting ready to close, and I want to say for all of you out there, you stay warm, you be safe. Um, especially those of us on the Northeast. And I'm 
My quote for this week is from Pope Francis, and it says, although the, although the life of a person is in a land full of thorns and weeds, there is always a space in which the good seed can grow. You have to trust God. I'm going to repeat that. Although the life of a person is in a land full of thorns and weeds, there is always a space in which the good seed can grow. You have to trust God. <coughs> Excuse me, Pope Francis. So with that, because my voice is about ready to go, um, I hope you can visit me on the web at www.JanetMTaylor.com. Join me next week. Be safe, be warm, and until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.